Welcome to the Lawyers Who Care podcast, the video show that highlights attorneys who go above and beyond for their clients. And on each episode, we're going to meet a new lawyer and they're going to share stories about when they went above and beyond for their clients. And my name is Andrew Samalin. I'm the principal of Samalin Wealth, a nationally recognized wealth management firm for lawyers, their firms, and their clients. And so let's applaud lawyers who care and uh, let's try to learn from them. I'd like to welcome Kim Hedgewood. Uh, she is a trust in the state's attorney from Houston, Texas. So welcome, Kim. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So, um, Kim, tell us how you became a lawyer. What made you want to do that line of work? It's funny because uh, somebody asked my mother that uh, years ago, and my and I happened to overhear it. And my mother said, uh, "She said I don't remember a time she never wanted to be a lawyer. That she wanted to do anything else." And, which is probably true. I don't remember a time that I wanted to do anything else but be a lawyer. So, Great. And tell us about your law firm and tell us about your specialty. Uh, I'm blessed. I have a great law firm. And so um, Headwood Law Group is uh, located in Houston, although we've now realized that, you know, we can take care of everybody all over Texas. Uh, we do estate planning. We do elder law. We do probate. We do guardianship and we do special needs. And uh, so for children with disabilities. And so um, all of those things have come to play for in a variety of different ways um, over time uh, in my law practice. And what's your favorite part, Kim? Um, I, I would probably tell you that the elder law is my favorite part. Uh, I tell most people that uh, I miss my grandparents, so I get I love hanging out with other people's grandparents. Um, the, the generation is spectacular. They're, they're just some of the best people you will ever meet. Their stories are great. Um, they're a generation that was raised really well, you know, that they just, they're just, you know, 99.9% .9 of them are just awesome people that you just want to spend time with. Great. And so your practice is focusing on, on those areas? Yes, sir. And uh, we spend a lot of time doing that. Got it. And tell us a, a great story where you went above and beyond uh, for your clients. You know, it's funny when you, you when you asked me that, um, when we talked about doing the podcast and, you know, we talked about some stories and, um, you know, and, and I have some good ones. I've got a client with um, Parkinson's and we've been back and forth to his house we've updated his documents at home you know we've helped him do some things that needed to get done in order to make sure he was taken care of he has an excellent support group but he needed a little extra uh, and while i was telling that story you know i got thinking about it we do that a lot for a lot of our clients um not just one uh we you know, it's one of those things where I look at a lot of our clients that when they become clients of Hegwood Law Group, they're they're like part of the family. So you get to know them and you get to know them on a really personal level. So you get to know who they are and, and what they're about and what's important to them. Uh, you get to know about their families, um, their hopes and dreams and things like that. So you always want to make sure that you're doing everything to kind of help them get to where the places that they want to be all the time. And so to help them make their legacies come true and that sort of stuff. We've done home visits. Um, I have a client that I, I took her to have surgery twice 
um, because she didn't have anybody else to take her. And I just couldn't imagine her, you know, she said, oh, I'll drive myself and take an Uber back or something. I'm like, no, no, I got up and, and, and took her and stayed with her. And, and, um, but you and do this that. was an older client? It's one of my older clients. Yeah. How so, old in their seventies or eighties or nineties? Uh, mid to late eighties, I think. My so, hat's off to them for being familiar with uh, Uber. <laughs> yeah. And, but um, just, you know, they're just great people that sometimes they just need a little extra, you know? So, you know, with, with our law firm, we want to make sure that, you know, if there's things that we can't do, we put them in touch with people that can't have a great referral network. Uh, and all kinds of different things from home health to, uh, you know, to case managers to, you know, to just about anybody you could think of, you know, we've worked with them over the years. I've been doing this a long time. And um, and so the, the goal always is to, you know, to really take care of that client in a very well-rounded way, you know. So like if our clients have a financial advisor like yourselves, we want to work with the financial advisors and their CPAs because that gives them the best plan and puts them in the best possible position, having that, uh, all of those parties working together for the common goal, you know, and there's some things that the client will tell me, but a lot of times the financial advisor knows them longer. So they know things, you know, so you want to be able to have that great relationship with the people that you're, you know, that your clients trust so that they're getting the best possible outcome as well. So not only is it, you know, a, a cross platform, you know, between the law and finance and accounting, what do you also do with regard to the generations? So you're dealing with a, maybe a, a grandma or grandpa, then there's the son and daughter who were involved and perhaps uh, grandchildren and things like that. How do you, you integrate that as well into your discussions on the assuming? A lot of times they'll come in and, you know, like one generation will come in and do the planning. Um, I had some clients that came in and, and they did their planning and they were like, we need mom and dad to do theirs. And uh, I said, well, go home and brag. Tell them that you did yours and how good it feels. And, you know, and that uh, it gave you that peace of mind that you were looking for. And, uh, and that uh, and all the reasons why you did it and all the good things it's going to do. And sure enough, the parents came in. <laughs> You know, so we do a lot of generational planning because a lot of times, depending on assets and things like that, what the grandparents have are going to affect the parents and then what the parents have is going to affect the children. So a lot of times, you know, you're doing generational planning to make sure that everything that we do from one generation to the next is a good thing and not a bad thing. And so because uh, now you're always looking for more you know, tax issues than we have before. Um, because of potential changes and things like that. But really trying to make sure that families, that things pass and that their legacies go the way they want them to without problems. Um, I litigated early in my practice, so I know how easy it is to tear up a family. And so our goal is to try to minimize problems because I can see them coming. You know, so if something, if client says, oh, I want to do X, Y, or Z, my job, I look at my job is to go back and say, okay, well, if you do that, how is that going to affect this child or this child? And so, because it's very important to minimize problems so that the kids aren't fighting down the road. And so you never want that. Families want to be, during the grieving process, they want to be coming together and not, not splitting up. And so. And I'm sure you've had stories where the, the opposite was true, where maybe, you know, they're asking you the, 
uh, you know, design some work uh, on an ex post basis or to review things because it wasn't set in place or set in place correctly, you know, before uh, uh, one of the parties passing. Yeah, there are some things you can fix in the probate process here in Texas. There are some things that you can't fix. You just have to kind of um, change and hopefully do better, you know, for the next person, either whether it's a spouse or the children or things like that. And so um, it's really important just to make sure that that you spend some time and actually having the conversations with with an attorney. And uh, and as you get older, we really want you to spend some time with a good elder law attorney because we do things differently in my elder law practice than we do for kids that are 18, you know, heading off to college and getting their planning done um, because it makes a difference in where you are in life. So your planning needs to account for that. And estate planning is not a one and done. It's a takes care of this now in three to five years, you need to revisit it, update it and make sure that it stays current because a lot of things change over a three-year time period. You'd be surprised how quick life changes over about a three-year time period. It's So you're saying you can't eat once and for all if it's an ongoing process? <laughs> no. A lot of people think it's a one and done. It's not. And so uh, it's definitely one of those things that you know needs to be current, up to date. Um, we find more difficulty that clients have with power of attorneys, especially your statutory dual power of attorneys. Because anytime you're trying to deal with finances, those power of attorneys need to be very current because entities like to deny them all the time. You know, your banks will send it to their legal department and they'll say, no, we, we can't take it unless you do X, Y, or Z, you know, kinds of things. So our goal is to keep them current and up to date. They're signed in the office. So they know that if they are signed in a lawyer's office, those people were competent when they signed them. And so it makes it easier, the more current and up to date your documents are, the easier it is for those agents to use when the time comes. And so and it's all about making things easy, making things painless and, and making sure that things work exactly how you want them to work. Well, it's uh, it, it's certainly an eye-opening discussion we've had today. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure people would wanna reach out to you. Can you offer, um, your, your phone number twice or web address or social media contacts. Can you tell us how to get in touch with you? Well, you can call the office. Our, our telephone number here in Houston is 281-218-0880. And since you asked for it twice, 281-218-0880. Uh, you can get onto the website. Um, hopefully the new one will be up here in the next few days. Uh, and that's hegwoodlaw.com, and that's H-E-G-W-O-O-D-L-A-W.com. And so um, either one, you can get on and um, give us a call or get on the website and check us out. Uh, we have a lot of fun things on the website uh, the, to peruse and enjoy, and a lot of our workshops are recorded, and they're on the website, so you can get some good education while you're hanging out. Yeah, give us that web address one more time, Kim. It's um, hegwoodlaw.com, so it's H E G. W-O-O-D-L-A-W.com. Got it. Well, Kim, thank you so much for the, the time today. Our, our guest has been Kim Hedgewood. Uh, she's a trust in the state's attorney from uh, Houston, Texas. And this has been the Lawyers Who Care podcast, the video show that highlights attorneys who go above and beyond uh, for their clients. My name again, Andrew Samuelin. And if you have an attorney or you are an attorney that might be appropriate for this podcast, Reach out to us at info at samalinwealth.com. That's info at samalinwealth.com. And thanks again for joining us, Kim, and have a great day, everyone. Thanks for having me.